CEO, vice president, director, supervisor, manager, individual contributor, each organizational position comes with its own set of demands. While being great at everything would be ideal, the majority of us are only human and subject to our inability to achieve perfection. In this episode, we're discussing the different skills that leaders need at every level. Welcome to the 90th Percentile, an unconventional leadership podcast by Zanger Folkman. Each week, using research from over 1.5 million global assessments of leaders, we analyze different leadership traits, trends, and what it really takes for leaders to get to the 90th Percentile. I'm Brianna Corin, and joining me today is my friend and leadership guru, Jack Sanger. <laughs> nice to be with you. So we're, we're here today talking about leadership skills for every level in the hierarchy of an organization. Yes, yes. And I'm wondering what type of skills you need to be considered a guru and a sage like you are. <laughs> I think having gray hair is the first key. <laughs> then you got to keep working until you're 90, then write a whole bunch of articles and books. And then you will automatically get to that. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I'll, I'll make a plan. A question you have received a lot throughout the years is what leadership skills matter the most for each position within an organization? Yes, I remember once we were asked to analyze a, a competency model for leadership development that a client had created. It was based on the idea that at different points in their development, potential leaders need to focus on excelling at different skills. Mm -hmm. For example, in their model, they propose that a lower level manager should focus on execution and driving for results, while top executives should focus on change and strategic perspective. Intuitively, this makes sense based as it is on the assumption that once people develop a skill, they will always be able to exercise it. It's the learning to ride a bike kind of belief that mm -hmm. once you've learned how, you'll always be able to do it and that you will do it. Ah, I see. So early in our career, we develop a habit of taking initiative and we just assume that it will now stay with us as we progress and add more skills. You know, interestingly, we don't apply that same thought process in athletics. I mean, athletes continue to practice and develop the same skills throughout their careers. So when people are talking about the skills needed for senior leaders. My question is, are they considering these add-ons to all the other skills that you've already learned or a shift in focus? Well, let's go back to the skill of delivering results. As we thought about the excellent senior executives we have met, we observed that they are in fact, all very focused on delivering results. And many of the best lower level managers are absolutely clear about the need for change and innovation. So just like you asked, are some skills less important for leaders at certain levels of the organization? Or is there a set of skills that are fundamental to every level? To really understand this, we compiled a data set in which we asked 332,000 bosses, peers, and subordinates, what skills have the greatest impact on a leader's success in the position they currently hold. Each respondent selected the top four competencies out of a list of 16 that we provided at that time. We then compared the results for managers at different levels. 
As you might expect, the skills people reported needing depended not only on their level in the organization, but also on the job they held and their particular circumstances. But even more so was there a remarkable consistency in the data about which skills were perceived as most important in all four levels in the organization we measured. The same seven competencies were selected as most important for the supervisors, middle managers, and senior managers alike. And you know, six out of the seven topped the list for top executives. Executives at every organizational level, our respondents reported, need a balance of these competencies. The other nine competencies included in the study were chosen only half as frequently as that top seven. Yeah, that's, that is really incredible that in all of those different positions, like these leadership skills were the ones regardless of where you were. I'm looking at the graph and I'm going to read those top seven that you were referring to. So the first one, top one that everyone picks is inspires and motivates. Not surprised by that at all. The second is displays high integrity and honesty. And I'm really glad that's up there because <laughs> it, <laughs> it needs to be. The third drives for results, which is understandable, of course. Fourth communicates powerfully. Fifth collaborates and promotes teamwork. Six builds relationships. And seven displays technical or professional expertise. That's a wide range of skills. And I can see how all of those are super important. Yeah, and this suggests to us that as people move up the organization, the fundamental skills they need will not dramatically change. Still, our data further indicate the relative importance of the seven skills does change to some degree as people move up. Yeah, and, and I can see with middle managers, like it shows the problem solving moves ahead of everything else because that's something that's really required for them. Then for senior management, communicating powerfully moves to the number two spot. And only for the top executives does a new competency enter the mix as the ability to develop a strategic perspective, which has been steadily moving up the lower ranks um, into the five position for those senior executives. And remember, this is based off of like, what do you say, 300, over 300,000 reports. So it's a right. lot of people ranking these behaviors. So, Jack, what do you make of all, all of this? From our analysis, we conclude that there is some logic to focusing on distinct competencies at different stages of development. But more fundamentally, it shows us that there are a set of skills that are critical to youth throughout your career. And if you wait until you're a top manager to develop strategic perspective, it will probably be too late. Yeah. Lack of strategic perspective, our research has further indicated, is considered a fatal flaw, even when your current job does not really require it. Your managers want to see you demonstrate that skill before they promote you. So it is a useful task to ask yourself, which competencies are most critical for you right now? But it's also critical to ask yourself, which competencies are going to be most critical in the future for my next level job. Demonstrating those skills in your current job provides evidence that you will then be successful in the next position. And that will also probably determine whether you get promoted to that next level. Mm -hmm.
The 90th Percentile on Unconventional Leadership Podcast was written and recorded by Brianna Corin and Jack Sanger and produced by Zanger Folkman. If you're interested in learning more about Zanger Folkman's award-winning 360-degree assessments, leadership, and coaching offerings, or would like to attend our monthly leadership webinar series hosted by Jack Sanger and Joe Folkman, visit our website at zangerfolkman.com. If you like our podcast, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts, and be sure to leave us a nice review. All resources and links to the research referenced in this episode can be found in the episode details or on our podcast page on zangerfolkman.com.